I am your host, Lauren Sweeney, and I'm also the vice president here at Rise Up For You. We want to make sure that you have downloaded your free success kit. You simply go to riseupforyou.com slash success kit, and you can get your workbook and videos on building confidence, leadership development, emotional intelligence, public speaking, and more. Today is going to be a unique episode where you're going to hear a small piece of a keynote speech I did at a conference. This speech is all about rebuilding your confidence, and I know it's something we talk about a lot here with all of our entrepreneurs and leaders that listen to the show. As you know, 83% of working professionals today really do struggle with rebuilding our confidence. Our company book, our TEDx talks, and everything that we do is centered around you being your best. Let's dive in. But I have an outline for you. I'm going to teach you the five C's <laughs> for the confidence blueprint. Are you ready for that? Okay. If you're more experiential like me and you're an activator and any, anyone into the Enneagram, Enneagram three, it's fine if you're not into it. It's not a problem. Okay. <laughs> but let me teach you the five C's of the confidence blueprint. And I'm going to tell you the first C and I'm going to tell you why it matters so much. Here's your C's, okay? We're gonna crush yourself down. Then we're gonna give you some clarity. A lot of people come to us, or you might be talking with a friend of yours and say, I just can't make a decision. How many of us have felt at a point where we just don't feel clear? We're just not quite sure. When we increase our confidence, the clarity will come. You do not need necessarily more clarity. You don't need a magic wand. You already know what to do. You don't actually need more strategy. You already know what to do to increase your business this year. So what is the difference between those of you that are doing it, that have heard amazing ideas, that have heard so many of our amazing speakers that Arby puts together for us, What's the difference between the ones that are taking the action and the ones that are not? Confidence. 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 And that was awesome. You get a application stress ball, aren't you? <laughs> I have more of them at my table. <laughs> Confidence. The difference between being a content consumer and a content activator is confidence. So I'm going to teach us today. Create choose and commit. We're going to go through all five of these today. Okay. This is the number one thing. So I'm our, I'm the vice president in our company, our CEO, Netta, who maybe some of you have met. She is the, really the champion of this that I learned so much from her about. Are you ready for the key? Yes. This is the key. When I was 12 years old, my best friend, Jessica said, Lauren, you're kind of weird. I don't really want to be your friend anymore. <laughs> and when you're 12, I mean, when you're 12, right? It's a tough time. A lot of hormones, a lot of things going on. And so I decided, that's the key. Something happened to you when you were a kid and you made a decision. I decided, well, maybe if I got really involved, maybe if I was, you know, in the student government at, in high school and then I did plays and I, I don't know, if I was just really involved in things, maybe she'd like me. Why I made that up, no idea. 
So what did I do? I decided I would join every club. I would be in everything. All of a sudden, I would go from being very introverted to being very extroverted and do all the things. And guess who became my best friend again? Jessica. So that's great. That's awesome. Now Lauren's very accomplished. Now Lauren has her best friend back. Awesome. Here's the problem. Lauren's no longer a child. Lauren is now an adult, and Lauren still has the belief that if I'm not accomplished, people won't like me. So hence, every time I would get maybe some feedback or work in maybe some therapy, people would always say, you're just so driven, just relax. You don't need to be on your phone and fold the laundry while you're watching TV. Anyone else? Why can't you just relax? It wasn't until I did this work that I realized, ah, I had a belief. It, see, these beliefs are like boa constrictors. My almost eight-year-old has these stuffed snakes. He just thinks they're amazing. He just loves them. And, they, you know, he'll wrap around his neck. They're stuffed. They're stuffed. <laughs> but it is like a boa constrictor around your neck. The belief creates a behavior such as, like, Lauren can't relax, Lauren's so type A, et cetera, et cetera. But if you figure out where it came from, you can break it and you'll be free. Yes. Literally. Now, does the thought go away? No. no. RV is uh, training for a bikini competition. Shout out to RV. It's pretty amazing with those muscles. Yes. Now, if, if any of us only lifted weights on the right bicep, we would have a really good right arm. We'd be like, this is my good side. Yes? But what would happen to our left arm? We never lifted weights on the left arm for like 10 years. That would be very weird. Yes? We would, the left arm would be all flabby. Yeah? Not be good. That same thing with our brain. So when you have a thought, a repetitive thought, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm an imposter. What if they find out that I don't have 12 degrees? P.S. It doesn't matter. That repetitive thought is like your right arm. We've been training our brain for so many years since we were a little kid, this thought, and then we're like, why am I having the thought? Because we trained our brain. I want to ask you something. How many of you are having your legs work right now? Your leg muscles, are they working right now? Well, I mean, I guess, I mean, you still have them, but they're, I mean, they're not moving around. All of you are sitting but me. So your legs are not really doing much. What if I told you to stand up? You don't have to stand up. But what if I told you stand up and run around the room? Your legs would get activated. What about our brain? What about our mind? Hey, mind, I don't need you right now. I need to be feel confident. Nancy says, when I walk in this room, brain, I don't need you to tell me repetitive thoughts that are negative. Do we do that with our mind? No, we just let it do its thing and we believe it. Your mind is also a muscle. Neuroscientists told us that. How many thoughts do we have a day? 60,000. Many, many thousand. I heard it's more like six to eight, but we have a lot of thoughts every day, and most of them are negative. Yeah. So this repetitive thought, we can break it. Okay, so I'm going to teach you how to do that right now. Here's the difference. You have micro-confidence and macro-confidence. We talk about this in our company book that I have here today as well. Our micro-confidence are things like your skills. You feel very confident in speaking, for example, or you feel very confident in your work as a financial planner. You have a reason behind that, yes? 
You feel very confident in your photography skills and the way that you're creative in your photography skills and the way that you do that, yes? Katrina feels very confident in her SEO work and her website work. Colleen feels confident as a speaker, as a mother, as a Taekwondo expert. The way she broke the boards. You have certain micro-confidences. Here's the problem though, is micro-confidences come and go. You can lose them. What if you feel confident, for example, as a speaker, as a singer? You could get laryngitis and you can't speak, yes? Or something like that. Those skills come and go. For example, I'm not very confident as a cook. I am a terrible jump roper. <laughs> Who cares, right? However, I used to do a lot of CrossFit and they love jump roping. I'm just so terrible at jump roping. But when we relate to ourselves as our micro-confidences, when they come and go, we feel like we're nobody when we lose them. That is what happened, especially in the last few years. We lost a job and we thought, that's who I am. So now I don't know who I am. When we relate to ourselves only as our micro-confidences, that's the problem. How many of you knew that there is actually a report called the World Happiness Report? This is an actual thing. It has nothing to do with Rise Up For You, it has nothing to do with SCORE, but it's related. There's an actual report that studies all the countries in the world on how happy their citizens are. And how do you think we fare here in the United States of America? Not very well, table seven, exactly. Not very well, like something, it depends on each year, 17th in the nation, in the, in the globe. That's not very good. Which areas of the world rank very high? Sweden, Denmark, Scandinavian regions. Why? Yes, yes, exactly. Beatrice said it so well. They are happy. They treat their citizens as whole people. We primarily focus on, actually, Greg, Gregory, right? Gregory and I were talking about this at my table. We primarily focus on your career, your money, your status. If you have 2.5 kids, if you have a white picket fence, yes. In fact, here, we're at a networking event. Hi, I'm Lauren, what do you do? This is pretty normal. When you go to a dinner party, though, it's always, what do you do? We have a beautiful uh, therapist at our table and social worker, and she helps people so much with that mental health piece because nobody's really saying, how are you doing? So this is the key. If we can relate to ourselves as our macro confidence, macro confidence, those are your superpowers. And you want to know what? Those don't go away. You lose a job, you lose a loved one, you lose a house, you gain a title, you even have something positive happen. Your superpowers have been your superpowers since you were a kid. Macro level confidence is your key. Who we are is not our titles and skills. Before I started working for Rise Up For You, I owned my own company uh, for 18 years. And I sold cosmetics and I managed a team of 200 people. And uh, in that organization, I had achieved a very high level of success, very high level. And I thought, gosh, if I can just achieve more success, 
Because the organization that I was in previously, it was all about the scoreboard. How many of you are in an environment where it's about the scoreboard? It's really about like who you are, just numbers on the board. <laughs> and for a person like myself that is very goal oriented, that is a very difficult environment to be in. So I thought one day I'll finally achieve it. I will get the company car, they'll ask me to speak on all of these stages, which obviously I like to do, and they will, I will have arrived. Like it'll be amazing if I could just achieve this one amazing promotion. How many of you, you have a, if I could just achieve a amazing? So one day, I do everything possible. I mean, I sacrifice nights, weekends. My husband's just like, get the dang promotion so I can see you some more. <laughs> I do whatever it takes to get that promotion because I think once I get it, I'll finally feel enough. So one day, it's about five, six years ago, I think, I achieve it. I get the company car. They ask me to speak on the stages. I get the raise. Everybody knows I have the title. But man, I feel like there was a rug and it got pulled out from underneath me because guess what? I still didn't feel good enough. Or even worse. Now I gotta maintain the image, right? And I met Netta, who's our CEO at our company. And she did this work with me. She said, it's because you're relating to yourself as your micro level confidences, that who you are is the dang title. And now you got the title and you still don't feel good enough, but who you are is your macro confidences. And it literally, it literally changed my life. So now, remember I told you about my best friend, Jessica? We're still friends today. <laughs> True story. <laughs> now when that voice says, you're not doing enough, you're not doing enough. I can say, oh, thank you for sharing. <laughs> Remember I told you that right muscle, right bicep, really strong? And now I go build that left bicep. That left bicep. Remember I told you you need those macro confidences posted? Lipstick on your mirror, dry erase on your watch. I need those macro confidences in front of you. Because when something happens, you can remember who I am is not what happens to me. I hope you enjoyed that small snippet from our keynote on rebuilding your career confidence. If you need more support in this area, please go to our website, riseupforyou.com, download your success kit, as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, and also sign up for a free strategy call with one of our team members so we can really help you in diving in to becoming your best. Until the next episode, Rise Up For You.